Hey babe, are you overwhelmed and burnt out by never-ending to-do lists, constantly giving your time to others, and feeling out of balance in your personal life? And are you ready to get absolute clarity on your life's purpose and activate the best version of you? Then it's time to ignite that inner fire and rediscover the fierce, confident woman you are born to be. Welcome to The Beam Life, where myself and other guests empower you to take steps toward the life you want so you can truly be everything and more. I'm Caitlin, your empowerment coach, new bestie, and lover of all things leopard print. It's time to get this party started, y'all. Hey, babe, welcome to the last episode of the Beam Life podcast for this year. I can't believe that 2022 is coming to a close. And wow, I don't know about y'all, but this year has been extremely eventful. Um, So many fabulous things have happened from my business and personal life. Um, The Beam Life community has continued to grow and I become more and more confirmed that this is really, truly my passion and purpose. And I also have developed some really deep new friendships and solidified some friendships that I've had for a really long time. I have you know, internationally traveled. I went to Colombia this year, which I haven't done and left the country since pre-COVID. So that was really exciting. Um, I really stepped into my role, I would say, as a mother in a really big way and understood what that role means to me. And lastly, I really deepened my love with my partner and became more and more solid in who I was as a woman and as a person And to celebrate that, we got engaged. So I am so excited to be able to see what 2023 has in store for us. And I know that this is just the beginning. So if this is your first episode, welcome. You're going to hear my, you know, just lessons learned and recap from this year. And then also, um, you know, you'll get a vibe of what this is all about. And then if you have been a listener of the Beam Life podcast for a while, welcome back. As always, I'm so grateful for your support and for your continued sharing of episodes. To say that it means the world to me is truly an understatement. I feel each and every one of you deeply in my heart, and I am so grateful for you. So with that all being said, babe, it's time to get started. I am going to share with you six lessons from 2022 and how this can be a takeaway for your life. So let's get started. Welcome back again. So happy you're here today. We are going to be talking about some things that I learned from this past year. As I said in the intro, it has been a really eventful year. And then I sat down to think about like, what, how would I summarize this year? And, um, you know, what were my takeaways? It was hard to pinpoint, but there was a lot of reoccurring themes. And so I tried to break it down as simple as I could, because I could have gone on and on, right? Life is always giving you lessons if you're willing to listen and pay attention. And so that is what, you know, this reflection 
allowed me to do was to see how these themes kept showing up this past year and how I was able to see those and work through those. This will be the last episode of 2022. And um, I can't wait to see we're approaching 20,000 downloads. I can't even believe it. What an incredible, incredible year this has been. This community continues to grow. So happy you're here. I would love also for you all to share your takeaways um, from 2022. Send me a DM on Instagram and tell me what this year was all about for you. If you had a word of the year, um, this year, my word was expand. And I would definitely say that I expanded in just really big ways. And it was both expanded, um, like I said, professionally and personally, um, and really like mentally and creatively beyond what I thought was even possible. So expand felt really relevant and true. I haven't pinpointed my word for 2023 yet, but again, if you've pinpointed yours or if you do words for the year, I'd love to know what 2022 was for you and what you are, um, you know, choosing for 2023. So that all being said, I want to make sure you also know about the masterclass happening on January 17th. It is called Envision Her. I will put the link in the show notes. You're not going to want to miss this masterclass. We will be using my brand new 90-day journal as a guide, and you will also be able to um, take that with you into um, you know after the class. So you'll be able to use this journal for 90 days and really set up your intentions and hit the ground running at the beginning of this year. Cause we are not messing around here, right? Like we are strategically doing the work and showing up for ourselves because babes, if we are not showing up for ourselves guaranteed, no one else is going to. So it's time that you do yourself a service, show up and take control of your life the way you deserve to experience your days. Like you deserve to get up every day and feel amazing. This brings me right into our first, my first lesson for this year. And the reason it segues is, is my lesson is you can't skip the work. You just can't skip the work. And what I mean by that is I really took personal development seriously this year. I hired a, my own life coach, uh, any who specializes in the Enneagram and went hardcore and I'm still going hardcore, right? I say went as in I made the investment this year, but the work is not done because what I realized is where I was and where I wanted to go, there's a bridge. And that's the truth for most of us is we are over here and we want to get over here. Well, the only way to get there is to cross the bridge. You can't fly. You can't just appear. You can't go under. You've got to cross the bridge. And in order to cross the bridge, there's going to be obstacles there. And sometimes it's going to feel really scary or icky or confusing or dark. Um, but you can't skip it. You can't skip it. But what's on the other side of that bridge is so worth going there, right? So I really desired to expand and to grow, but yet I was feeling stuck and stagnant. And the only way I knew that I could break through that was to do the work. A lot of the work also 
hasn't been like the most fun for other people. Because what I mean by that is a lot of people in my inner sphere, whether it's family or my partner are used to seeing me as this primarily positive is the word I'll use optimistic person. And while that didn't go away, part of doing the work for me meant feeling my feelings because that was something I knew I needed to do work on. I was modeled as a young child to sort of push things down, not, you know, not feel the feels, just get through it, buck up kind of thing. Right. And while that has served me really well in a lot of parts of my life, it also has stunted my growth. And I knew that I needed to peel off some layers and really get into the trenches. And so feeling these deep feelings that I had been harboring for a long time, whether it was about stored events or, you know, things that were current that I was pretending wasn't a big deal have been really hard. And, um, I will definitely process some of this with all of you as I get on the other side of that bridge. But right now I'm still in the works of that. And when I tell you that there's some really messy parts of journeys, um, know that you're not alone because I know sometimes that can be really scary as telling someone that you are working through something. And, um, that is really something to be celebrated because you are desiring to grow and to stretch and to be a better person and to face the music. And that is how you are going to get to the other side. So my first lesson is you can't skip out on the work. And this could be related to as much as personal development as it is to uh, wanting to improve your health, right? Like you can't improve your health without making the commitment to do the work. Keep it simple, right? So Figure out if you're wanting to get somewhere, you're feeling stuck, ask yourself, are you really doing the work? Are you really showing up? Are you really committed to this change? My second lesson from this year is that women rock. Women totally rock. Like I always knew this. Obviously, I have a women's empowerment company, but this year, women have shown up for me and I have shown up for women in other ways that kick fucking ass. And if we could just start to see each other, not as society likes to pit us as competition, like society likes to say women and other women and women are catty to each other. They compete. That is not true. Y'all sure. There are, you know, catty and gossipy women, just like there are catty, chatty and gossipy. Um, I mean, catty, not chatty, uh, men, non-binary, right. There's just folks out there that just aren't kind, but for the most part, like women are communal women, like creatures. Like we love to be together. We work better in numbers. We know how to nurture. And when you can call out to your fellow women in your life and be honest, I'm not talking about like surface level shit here, but when we can really be honest with one another, break down what it is that we need, show up for one another. It is truly powerful, truly powerful. So what I will continue to do this next year 
is to find ways how I can show up greater for other women in my life and this community, knowing that in turn that will be given back to me, right? Life is a mirror. It's energetic exchanges. So how are you showing up for women in your life? And how do you want women to show up for you and say that? And that brings me perfectly. I'm just setting these all up, right? This is just like flowing one into the other, but that brings me perfectly to lesson number three that I learned from this past year in a big way, which is saying what you really mean. And I know that sounds like, well, obviously don't you say what you mean? The answer is most of us do not. And I knew that I wasn't. Here's what I mean by that. Getting so clear on what your needs are. Communicating that. If you need affection, don't assume that everyone around you knows that you need affection. If you're going through a really hard time and you need some extra, you need someone to check in on you. Don't assume that everyone in your life knows to check in on you, especially if you're anything like me and have conditioned everyone around you to think that you are strong and you don't need anyone and that you got this because that's what I was doing. I led everyone around me into my, in my life to believe that I didn't need them. And so what was happening is I was feeling really lonely. I was feeling like I had no one in my corner, but that wasn't everyone else's fault around me is how I had taught people that I wanted to be treated. So it wasn't until I did what I said in lesson one, which was doing the work, right? You can't skip out on that. I have really learned this year to not only set boundaries on the things that I don't want into my life or how I want people in my life, but I've also learned to ask for what I need and also gotten good at asking the people I love, what is it that you need from me? How can I show up best for you? That is a relationship. That is start. That is how we start to have a two-way street. And this goes as granular as, I was using this as an example with one of my clients the other day who was feeling some tension in a partnership. And I said, I'm going to use the example of cleaning, right? We can ask someone to clean. We can ask our partner to clean and come home and say, you didn't clean the house. But they're like, yes, I did. I cleaned this, this, and this. But you wanted them to clean that, that, and that. So your definitions of clean are different. Neither neither one of you are wrong. But where the disconnect happened was that when you said clean, you weren't specific. Okay. So getting clear, communicating with effectiveness, and also really saying what it is that you mean, or if someone hurt you, if your feelings are hurt, or if someone made you feel really good, are you saying that? So, so important. Here we are at lesson number four. This was a big one. This is for all my moms out there. Parenting is hard as hell, but it's also the greatest gift. I am going to be honest, and I've never really said this on the podcast before, is I didn't have being a mom as a plan, like as part of my life plan. Um, I wasn't one of those little girls that always dreamed of having kids and like being this stay-at-home mom, like that was just not in my vision. And I've always felt guilty for saying that because I am a mom now and I never would want anyone to think that I don't want kids or that um, I don't 
step into this mother role, but I have learned to let go of what I feel other people are thinking or judging of me and being honest about this conversation is so important because I don't hear enough women say it, but yet when I say it, other women reciprocate and say they feel the same way. So I'm telling you now, I didn't have it in my life plan to be a mom. And so these first few years were really challenging for me, um, almost mourning a little bit of your old life and how that used to look. And then figuring out what it means to how I can still live my passions and dreams and pursue those while also showing up in a big way for my daughter. And so that is really, really been a struggle and a challenge. And this year I've really felt like I'm learning so much about myself and my capacity as a human and as a mom and how I can really show up um, for my daughter. And it is the most challenging job on the face of the planet, literally ever, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And truly she is my greatest teacher and I wouldn't be doing the work. I wouldn't have this community. I wouldn't be doing any, what I'm doing if I didn't have her because she every day encourages me to be a better version of myself. And, um, I know that I want to parent her in ways that I truly missed out on and wished I had. And I know that that can sometimes build resentment, you know, us as parents is we're like, but we're parenting you so much better than we were parented and you should be grateful. And, and that just builds up resentment and anger and all of these things. So knowing that I am really leaning into the universe, leaning into my divine femininity, leading into my nurturing, into my presence, into my patience. It feels really good and also puts me so much at ease. Lesson number five. Oh my gosh. Can't believe we're already coming to an end here. We've got two more is put yourself in the room. This year, I did a lot of events. I emceed an event. I, you know, spoke at another, a uh, couple of virtual events. I also attended events as an, as a participant. And if you are not actively putting yourself around the people that are doing the things you want to do, passionate about the things that you love are going in the direction that you want to go, you are fucking missing out. You are missing out. Get yourself in the room. Stop making excuses that you don't have time, that you don't have money. Your kids are going to miss you. Get into the room. Show up. Put yourself around people who think bigger than you, who dream bigger than you. You know, I heard this thing the other day that the people you surround yourself with, their bare minimum should be your biggest dream. Think about that. That gives me chills. Surround yourself whose bare minimum is your biggest dream and watch how your life starts to change because that is something I actively pursued. You know, a lot of people have said, how have you done this? How do you do this? How do you continue to grow? How do you continue to develop? I put myself around people who believe in the biggest shit possible. And when I see others have the capacity to believe in that way, I know that I can too, even on the days I doubt myself. 
And you know what? Getting myself in that room has allowed me to meet other women and create these networks so that when I am feeling like I'm second guessing myself or I'm down, I can lean on these women who I have met and I know that they are going to show up for me. And we are honest and real. And this is deepening relationships. And before we wrap up, I know I mentioned in the intro that I got engaged back in June. This is the first time I'm announcing it. We've kept it pretty under wraps, Um, not because we didn't want to share it with anyone, but you know how it goes when you share your engaged. It's like the flood of questions asked. And we just really wanted to keep something to ourselves. And my lesson for this year is that love is the greatest gift, especially love from my partner or how it applies to you is love from someone that you deeply, deeply care about. And, you know, what this kind of love that I'm talking about is partnership, it's trust, it's loyalty, it's communication, it's being okay. Like, One of the ways I know that I have this deep love is that I'm okay with saying nothing. Oftentimes we'll sit next to each other for hours, whether it's in a car ride or on a couch, and we will say nothing. We feel no need to fill the space. There's not nervousness. There's relaxation. There's connection. And being with someone who fosters that and who brings out the best in me is one of the greatest gifts I could ever ask for. And I feel truly so lucky that we're going to make this official and, um, and get married next year. So that is my lessons from 2022. Just as a recap is number one, you can't skip the work. Number two, women rock. Number three, say what you really mean. Number four, parenting is hard as hell, but also the greatest gift. Number five, put yourself in the rooms. And number six, love is the greatest gift. Cherish it, honor it, feed into it. Love is all conquering. And so that's what I got for you, babe. Happy, happy new year. And if you're listening to this in 2023 or way in the future, then lessons all still apply at any time. And so I'm really happy I got to do this reflection, not only for myself, I encourage you to do it um, for yourself as well. We'll be doing that in the masterclass coming up on January 17th. Again, those notes are in the show notes, but um, that is it for now, babe. I love you. Happy new year. And we will see you back here in 2023. Thank you for listening to The Beam Life. I'd be so honored if you would take a sec to leave a review. Ready to take the next step and join the sisterhood? The Beam Life community is a place where you can just take off the mask, feel seen, and form authentic connections with other like-minded, kick-ass women. We do not do surface-level shit in that group, babe. Click on the link in the show notes or head to the Beam Life Create Your Dream Life community on Facebook. I can't wait to see you there.